When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Once again, putting one foot in front of the other tonight, or in front of the crutches tonight on Keeping It Real with Alexander Garrett. I'm Alexander Garrett. I hope you're actually staying warm on this Friday night. It's a little chilly, isn't it? It's a bit chilly for uh, for this time of May. And as I said earlier, I will be going on a jacket strike, which means it could snow on July 4th, and I'm not going to put a jacket on. I don't believe in jackets once mid-May hits. But yes... I've got your back if you've got mine. When are we going to start having each other's back in this country to really prevent the damage and the killing and the harm to fellow Americans in this country? When are we going to have each other's back? Well, what do I exactly mean? Yes, the outrage is there once again after a horrible shooting in um, Santa Fe High School in Santa Fe, Texas. And yes, Governor Abbott did have probably the most common sense thing I've heard after a mass shooting uh, took place in a high school or other. But yes, after a mass shooting took place, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas having the most common sense response to a shooting right after it happened. We want to hear from parents. We want to hear from students. We want to hear from educators. We want to hear from concerned citizens. We want to hear from from those who hold the Second Amendment right uh, in high esteem. We want to hear from everybody who has an interest uh, in what has happened today uh, so we can work together on putting together laws uh, that will protect Second Amendment rights, but at the same time ensure that our communities and especially our schools are safer places. These include things like speeding background checks. They also include strategies to keep guns out of the hands of those who pose an immediate danger to others. I mean, how commonsensical is that? He wants to include the Second Amendment believers and supporters in the discussion, whereas when a gun, when a mass shooting happens, you don't hear that pretty much from anyone uh, on Twitter and, and, and elsewhere. You don't hear it. You don't hear it. So Governor Greg Abbott, great on you for having a common sense response. But I'm glad he also said, you know, he also was very blunt about this. He said basically that, hey, um, we need 
we need action here. We need to do more than just pray for the victims and their families. It's time in Texas that we take action. And he was one of the first Republicans I've remembered saying something about action after a shooting. Usually it is going right to prayers and thoughts. So good on Greg Abbott on a couple fronts. But this have, could have been avoided. And I didn't even think of this, but another story inspired me to, to go on this track tonight of having each other's back. Where did I get this idea that if, if we highlighted Blaine Gaskell in Maryland, remember that shooting in Maryland that was really avoided because of that lone resource officer in uh, Maryland's Great Mills High School, that lone resource officer shooting at least once a 17-year-old gunman before he could do any further harm to literally a month after Parkland's Yet that, that did get on the mainstream media, but it didn't get much play on the mainstream media. It didn't last. Like once these shootings happened, what happened to the killer? Why did the killer do this? What motivated him? Well, why didn't we say, why weren't there interviews with Blaine Gaskell about what motivated him to cut this guy down, to be fearless and to be motivated to have those high school kids' backs in Maryland. See, by not highlighting that, by not saying, hey, we will also applaud and praise and put on TV, on your TV screens, those that save the day, like Blaine Gaskell in Maryland, when we decide to do that and embolden the people who defend us, embolden more people to defend each other, then we'll be making progress. Then, my friends, we will be making a lot of progress. Because right now, what are we doing? We're perpetually talking about the killer on, on our screens. We're perpetually wondering, what motivated him to do this? What motivated him to do that? He's got a court date. Let's talk about the court appearance. Let's just not think about him and think about what Greg Abbott said today. We need to do more than just pray for the victims and their families. It's time in Texas that we take action. And, and in action, I mean, we don't care about the court appearance. He did his evil. Let's not focus on him anymore. Let's focus on the action plan that these states are coming up with. Let's focus on having each other's backs, not perpetually talking about the killer. Don't you guys understand? This is what the killer wants. Is it not through your head's mainstream media, CNN, MSNBC? This is what the killers want. To be recognized, to be known, to be named. We should not be having their backs, but having the backs of police officers like Blaine Gaskell who in the line of fire with the 17-year-old firing in Maryland got in his face and said he shot him. He subdued him by shooting him, preventing more death, more carnage. Those are the people we have to honor and defend and embolden. We have to embolden more 
good people from from uh, to step up. Those are the people we have to embolden. We should not be emboldening the killer by naming the name, by saying when the court appearances, by giving them any more television time. We shouldn't be doing that. Those days should be numbered here in America. And the days of honoring people like Mr. Shaw at the Waffle House who stepped in and stopped the killer when he was finished doing enough damage already but still preventing more damage in Tennessee. Honor people like that on our TV screens. But it never occurred to me that this, this, this is what we need to do until I saw, until I saw this. You know this Yanni and Laurel thing? This Yanni, Laurel, I heard Yanni, apparently according to my host Kevin McCullough, who I produce for on AM970 The Answer, breaking news, 5 o'clock each night, by the way. I didn't know that meant uh, lower frequencies in my brain uh, that I could hear. But anyway, Yanni Laurel was viral, right? Well, someone in the Air Force decided to social media to say, hey, you know, the Taliban forces in Farah City, Afghanistan, would much rather have heard Yanni or Laurel than the deafening they got courtesy of our A-10. Keep in mind, the they got killed them. We killed the bad guys with our A-10, thanks to the Air Force and other and our branches of the military. We we should be okay with that. But somehow in the Air Force, they were upset with that. Now, a week ago, I was defending the fact that uh, Gino Haspel was deleting and destroying the tapes of the CIA agents doing the interrogation for their safety. And maybe this is why the Air Force, someone up there in the chain of command was upset because they didn't want the Taliban to be angered. But you know what? You know how I look at that? Is that you're not proud of the efforts of our military, even your own Air Force, for taking down the Taliban with the AA-10. If you want that tweet down, that means you're not proud. If there's going to be uproar about that, it means we're going to a generation and an America that's not proud of our defenders, but will very much so perpetuate the killers. And I'm tired of that. There's an easy, and it may not be so easy, because obviously uh, the media thrives off the bad news and, and gets people watching when they talk about that. But maybe if we just shift course, maybe if we want an answer to all this, it's going to be, it's going to be allowing that tweet to stay, emboldening Blaine Gaskell and Mr. Shaw, emboldening, uh, uh, emboldening good people to step up in the line of fire, like Mr. Shaw and like Mr. Ga uh, Mr. Gaskell in Maryland. By honoring those people, we embolden the good guys to step up more. And hey, we also we also say, hey, bad guys, if you try and do something, you will not get away with it because people like Blaine Gaskell will be there to cut you down. People like Mr. Shaw is going to stop you.
and they will get the recognition and they will get the honor. And you, my not friend, anybody who wants to shoot is not a friend, but you, my enemy, will not be able to get your claim to fame, to get your recognition, because the good guys will prevent that from happening. We all talk about the debate, gun control this, gun control that. Well, has anybody stopped to think that emboldening the good people to come out of the woodwork and continue to step up and do the bravest things possible? Instead of harnessing the Air Force tweet, instead of diminishing the fact that this Maryland resource officer killed, or I don't know if he killed him, but he definitely shot at him and that subdued the 17-year-old in Maryland. And the suspect did die, actually. But still, don't you want to honor those people and praise those people? Have their backs? Because right now, when you perpetually talk about the killer, when you perpetually talk about the act, when you don't focus on the solutions and the action that's going to be taken, when you don't focus on those that thwart, you know, I even say the FBI, for what it's doing right now in the Clinton-Trump saga, they do stop crime for the most part. They do thwart as many as they can. There are good agents in the FBI who are willing to go and and bring down criminals to thwart attacks. I know a few months ago when Parkland, when it was revealed, the tips uh, were just passed through the Miami office and not even dealt with. I know I was critical then, but I think in the long scheme of things, in the scheme of things, these FBI agents, for the most part, do good work. They do. And they shouldn't be discouraged by awful leadership. They should just be empowered on their own to do good things for this country. But when when you get this diminishing of pride in our accomplishments and the uplifting of the evil and the horror, you're just perpetuating and promoting more. You just are perpetuating more. So yes, we need each other's backs. We need to be proud of the do-gooders. That's, that's a solution to this disaster. That is mass shootings. It may be gun laws. It may be this and the other. But how about for once, and it even goes back to the torture. These killers, these terrorists, planned, executed terror attacks, and yet we're supposed to be okay with them? We're not supposed to pressure them after they kill us and, and innocent people and good people? We're not supposed to go and interrogate them any means possible, make them suffer a little bit to get the information? 
And it comes down to a basic apology by the Air Force for saying, hey, look at us. We defeated the bad guys. That should be something to be proud of. Because, friends, that's who we, that's what we are. We won't be a proud America. Not an America ashamed for killing terrorists, for gunning down gunmen who want to kill in these high schools. Those are the people we need to raise up. The heroes. Unfortunately, today, the heroes are actually people that are running as an illegal immigrant for office. I still have an issue with that. I really do. I think if you want to be an elected official, you should be a citizen. I have an issue with heroes being a nine-year-old boy putting up makeup and acting as a girl. I think that's very dangerous. And we're being softer as a country when acknowledging those things. When we should be tougher and preventing more crime by lifting up those who truly defend us. Because that'll send a message. Hey, bad guys. Bad guys. We're proud of the people that are cutting your kind down. We're proud of our policemen that are cutting the bad people down. We do acknowledge the bad apples, but we're proud of our crime fighters. We're proud of our crime fighters. And that really is something to be proud of, right? I mean, I would think so. I would hope others agree. Because if not, if not, then, then, then what's the point? What's the point of having a country if we're not proud of those that are trying to protect the country? What's the point of having a country if we don't have each other's back and don't support those who have our backs? So whose side are you on? Are you on the side of the Are you on the side of the the cop killers? Are you on the side of the gunmen? Cuz when you perpetually talk about them it means you are. And that may be a sad reality to face, but I'd rather embolden the defenders for us to keep us secure then then defend and I wouldn't even say defend then perpetuate the killer and their actions are you with me on that? are you with me on that? email me alex.garrett21 at yahoo.com but yeah are you with me that we should not be defending or perpetually emboldening other killers by perpetually talking about each mass shooting, but by perpetually talking about the guys who are doing the job to protect us? Are you with me on that?
beneath the Mexican sky. Drink some margaritas by the Listen to the mariachi play at midnight. Are you with me? Are you with me? So obviously Laurel and Yanni went went viral, but also going this viral this week was this this lawyer Andrew Schloss Aaron Schlossberg, who uh, went viral Wednesday lashing out at workers in a Midtown Manhattan deli, going to the point of threatening to call ICE on two people who were sp- simply speaking Spanish. How nutso is that? And here again, the emboldening. People are okay with recognizing that, oh, well, Trump's emboldening this kind of talk. But our silence on actions against the bad people is emboldening the bad people. Think about that. The actions, the silence, and the lack of acknowledgement when good guys and good women who take down the bad guys and the bad women are not acknowledged. When there's silence about that, you're emboldening the bad guys to do it more because they know they won't be held accountable. That's why Trump is doing his damn good best to hold people accountable of of all sorts. Even in his own cabinet. Now, I'm not excusing what Schlossberg did. In fact, the whole the whole downfall of Aaron Schlossberg is really fascinating. He gets videoed for going viral. By the way, he did something in 2016 as well. He's racist. He's evil. He's spewing hatred, and I'm not for that. And I'm not for that, to be clear. But that line about mariachis... In the moonlight in midnight in Mexico. Drink some margaritas by the Listen to the mariachi play at midnight. Well, apparently, uh, a bunch of uh, activists are raising money to send a mariachi band and a taco truck to follow around Aaron Schlossberg. It's called Mariachis for Aaron. The page is so far raised. $1094 and it credits Twitter account all immigration immigration activist account to raise 500 and, and by the way it had a $500 goal it surpassed that by $500 and the $94 dollars whatever um it surpassed it how cool is that so i'm for a mariachi band to follow this guy around because he's he's a total total loser and he's he's no good he's not good and I'm not sad for his downfall at all I just think it's great how New Yorkers think like this it's very good it's very fun when they think of a mariachi band that's just a New York attitude right it's a sarcastic it's a biting it's a brilliant idea so I'm I'm happy for um for this GoFundMe page to raise this money against Aaron Schlossberg and to have him follow around by a mariachi band. We'll see what happens. Um, and to the people who think that this is American, I really, I don't know. I, I know I, I haven't experienced 
being talked to like that. I haven't even talked to anybody like that. But for those that are a little more well-traveled around the country, I guess they've seen it, even in Queens College, I guess. Surprising. But it's not the America I know. It really is not. The America I know does respect its people. It wouldn't go off on a tirade like that. And I'm just, I'm saddened when, when things do that, do, do happen like that. And I've said on this podcast, Trump needs to dial out, dial down some things. To not embolden those hate-spewing people. Because that's not helping anything in this country. It's really not. You know, today's been just a weird, tragic, awful, crash-laden Friday. It's usually, you want to have a good Friday, right? You want to have a very good Friday, enjoy it into the weekend. But this this week, this day's not been that. When you have a, uh, another crash... This time in the Lincoln Tunnel of two New Jersey transit buses, which injured quite a few. Thankfully, no casualties on that, by the way. But yeah, uh, that crash happened. Then you had a woman, and I'll get to her toward the end, who fell who jumped to her death with her seven-year-old amidst a custody battle. That's giving up. But I'm here to tell you, you do not have to resort to that in a custody battle or whatnot. You don't have to do that. You don't have to resort to jumping off a hotel balcony or out of your room to make a point to kill yourself and your seven-year-old. You don't have to resort to that. And then in Havana, you had uh, another news alert coming in that a hundred passengers died next to Havana Airport. A Boeing took off and then crashed near a high school campus in Cuba. So... It's not been a fun Friday. It usually is. I hope you have a great weekend otherwise. And I guess that's kind of why I post uplifting things. Because the news is in our face, right? But where is the good news in our face? It's not. Except at Keeping It Real with Alexander Garrett. That was where you can find some good news. And I'm very happy that uh, and I'll get to the other good news. Uh, firstly, last night, great news. Another successful fundraiser for the Henry Viscardi School. Very proud of that institution. Very proud of this Viscardi Center for continuing to the work of Dr. Henry Viscardi. Very proud of that. And it was great to see some old friends from, uh, from Sports Night Days. Uh, Jen Giles... Vicky Murphy, Rob Cattignato, Iris and Saul Katz, 
who have been there for years volunteering, and they are related to the Wopons. Mike Francesa, thanks for coming out to Viscardi to support our institution. Anthony Robles. I got to get Anthony Robles on. Do you know Anthony Robles was born with one leg? Born with one leg and still was an NCAA wrestling champion? How cool is that? So glad to meet him. I'll get him on this podcast soon enough. So just all around, great. Great to see Clinton Brown, Max, Heidi, all of them. Kate, good, good, long-time friends from Viscardi. Great to see them all last night at Sports Night. So I just had to throw that plug in. And that's some good news, right? Some good news. An institution in New York, in Long Island, doing God's work, healing, and making it possible for the disabled community to thrive in this real world. That hits us with alerts of people jumping to their death, of a mass shooting, a bus crash, another one after yesterday's terrible bus crash in Mount Olive Township in Paramus, by the way, that was found out to be a legal U-turn by the school bus driver. Injuring, what, 45? Mostly high... Uh, kids? Don't know why he decided to do it on Route 80, but he did. So in those flashes of bad news, there is good news. Like the Henry Viscardi School. Like the present of Black Lives Matter New York. Now, I know you haven't heard of them for a while, but this is great news because BLM New York's president. BLM's New York president, Hawk Newsom, went on this this, uh, podcast with David Gronoski, who's a columnist for Town Hall Finance, Great article. I, I suggest read it up on my Facebook. Hawk informed this David that his mission is to call people to enact love by seeking justice beyond racial, partisan, and class divisions. His leadership in BLM finds him confronting cases dealing with questions of police brutality, racial profiling, and mass incarceration. Now, when there are police shootings, obviously you see BLM acting a bit violent in their marches. They're not very peaceful. But this man, Hawk Newsom, bringing Christianity to activism. And I'm very proud of Hawk. I'm very proud of David for talking about this, for reaching across the aisle, so to speak. Town Hall is very conservative. But Hawk Newsom's Christian-grounded approach transcends boundaries that have derailed these challenges. Desiring to see life as sacred as he was recently found to have spread love among Trump voters and with Trump voters. You know, Jesus did say, love thy enemy. And I truly don't believe it's the MS-13 gang that should be loved. ISIS should not be loved. But in our country, when we have divisions, beating each other up, 
killing each other. It's not love. But those are the people, our neighbors, our next door neighbors, literally, along the city too. Those are the neighbors that Jesus was talking about, I truly believe. Love thy neighbors. Approach them uh, and love thy enemies, rather. Because our enemy can be our neighbor. But love those that get in the way of what we want to accomplish. Love those that, that do disagree with us. Because love will win out. And I'm very happy that this Hawk Newsom is rounding up the Black Lives Matter New York group to fight political disagreements with Christian love. And so I, I tell you, if you feel you have to jump from a hotel in New York with your seven-year-old in a custody case, you don't have to. There are many examples in this country of not giving up. And by golly, I'll try and highlight as much as I can on keeping it real. Because there are angels out here that want to do good, that want to spread love. We won't see that on our TV screens. But perhaps we'll hear it somewhere. In this wide, wide world web. World wide web. We'll hear it somewhere. And the message of not giving up. Through the Henry Viscardi School. Through the president of Black Lives Matter New York. Hawk Newsom. Shines through tonight. Amidst a day of tragedy. There are many, many examples of hope. And reasons to not give up. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.